0: This is Come and See from St. Andrew's Anglican Church for Sunday, December 20th, 2015. The Gospel is taken from the book of Luke, chapter 1, verses 39 through 55. The message is by Father Ron Baird. Well, we've finally come full circle, haven't we? We've made it all the way to the fourth Sunday of Advent. All the kids know what that means. That means what's not very far away? Christmas. Christmas, that's right. So we lit the first candle over here on the bottom right, which was the candle of hope. And then we lit the candle of faith, which is the second bottom candle. Then we lit the, the um, rose-colored candle, which is the candle of joy. And today we light the candle of love. Because love really sort of encompasses all of those things, doesn't it? And it's particularly appropriate that on the fourth Sunday of Advent, we always read a story about Mary the Virgin Mary, and and the love that she had for God, um, which was remarkable, to say the least. And think about this. Immediately before the lesson we had today was the Annunciation of Mary. And we have the angel Gabriel appearing to her, telling her not to be afraid, because that's what angels always say. They must be really weird-looking. The first thing they say, don't be afraid. And then when the angel appears to her, he says, Hail, most favored one. Hail, most favored one. You're going to get pregnant by the Holy Spirit, <laughs> and that must be what makes her favorite. I'm, she's probably thinking, "Do what?" <laughs> and she says, "Well, uh, how's that going to work? <laughs> Since I'm not never known a man, and also I don't see how you're going to. How's that do? How do you do that?" And he said, "The Holy Spirit will overshadow you, and you will conceive a child, and he will be the son of the Most High." <laughs> Imagine this: twelve to fourteen-year-old girl taking a walk. Has this happened to her? Must be pretty shocking. Now, if it was us, we'd probably go say, you're a little weird, buddy. <laughs> <You know? laughs> or yell stranger danger and run, you know, or something. But not Mary. Somehow Mary knows the presence of the Lord. Somehow or other, she just senses who this is and what this is about. And at 12 or 14, she actually says, let it be to me according to your word for I am the slave of the Lord. Now, it gets translated nicer because we don't like to call people slaves anymore, but that's what, it, what she said. We now say handmade. Sounds much nicer, doesn't it? It's handmade, but, but actually he said, I am the slave of the Lord. I will do whatever the Lord wants me to do. And so, surely enough, the Holy Spirit overshadows her. And the angel, Archangel Gabriel tells her, your cousin Elizabeth, who was too old to bear children, is now pregnant with a child, and that she's already six months in the womb. And so that will be a sign for you. And then the angel leaves. Can you imagine that walk back home? How am I going to explain this to Joseph, my fiancé? By the way, honey, I was walking in the woods the other day, and I ran into an angel, and the the Holy Spirit got me pregnant, but it's cool. Honey... that probably wouldn't. And then, how do you tell your mom and dad about this? I mean, no, is anybody going to believe this story? I mean, she must have been terrified. Because although it's all great and well if you've got an archangel standing in front of you, once you get away from the archangel, it's kind of like, whoa. I mean, I don't know if anybody's going to believe me. And so it says that in the morning, Mary made with haste to go visit Elizabeth. I thought it was interesting because that word is very particular, haste. She hurried out of town. We don't really know why she hurried out of town exactly. It doesn't tell us. And you know, we tend to convolute the, the birth story, the narratives from Matthew and Luke together. So we tend to think, oh, she told Joseph and that's all been done. But, and, and it might have been. We don't know when she told him. She may have left so she didn't have to tell him then because maybe she was still confused about it. Or maybe she told him and that was the point at which he said, well, the, I'm going to have to get, divorce you. I can't do this. You know, it's too much. Because remember, that was his first reaction was to divorce her. You know, we don't really know why she left, but she, we know she left Dodge quickly and went down to the Judean hill country. And when she arrived there, she went to visit her cousin Elizabeth. And, and she walks in and, and greets her cousin, and it says that the minute that she greeted Elizabeth, the child in Elizabeth's womb, who is John the Baptist, um, leaped with joy. Now that word in, in the Greek isn't exactly leaped. Um, it's kind of hard to translate. You know, we tend to think of it, oh, the baby kicked, you know, or moved, and you could feel the baby move or something. But that isn't what the word is about. Um, it's a Greek word used in the Old Testament, in the Greek Old Testament, to translate from the Hebrew the two times. And those are the only times this, this word's ever used in the Scripture. The first time is in the Psalms, where it says uh, that the mountains will skip like young goats. Remember that? So the mountains will skip. So it's like skipping. But the other place it's used is really interesting. It's when David receives the Ark of the Covenant at the gates of Jerusalem. Now, you remember that story? What did David do when, he, when the Ark of the Covenant came through the gates of Jerusalem? Hmm? He danced how? Naked took off all his clothes, went dancing through town, for which his wife was greatly ashamed of him and they never spoke to each other again. Um, But he danced. And so that word really means kind of skipping, dancing, like leaping. I mean, it's hard to translate, but it's not just your typical baby kick. You know, it's like an excited, enthusiastic kind of thing happened. But there are actually more similarities to this thing that goes on with David and the Ark of the Covenant. It's fascinating. Because where did the Ark of the Covenant travel from to get to Jerusalem? Anybody remember? Well, that was earlier, but, but it had been in the Judean hillside, hill country. Same place where Mary has gone to visit Elizabeth. Isn't that interesting? And what's even more interesting is what Elizabeth says to Mary. She says, after she says, blessed are you and blessed is the fruit of your womb, she then says, "Um, how has this happened to me that the mother of my Lord would come to me? Now, it tells us that the only way she knew this was because the Holy Spirit came upon her and gave her this revelation, which is really fascinating in itself. But what's really even more fascinating is that those are the same words that David used when the Ark of the Covenant came to Jerusalem. How has this happened to me that the presence of the Lord has come into my city?